Hey guys, I'm here today with Patricia Chrislip, the blogger and vlogger at Surviving Chronically. Her focus is to create awareness for chronic illness as well as to advocate for cannabis. She reached out to me to be in her Cannabis Superwoman blog where she highlights women in the industry that are creating awareness about cannabis. So I'm super honored to be a part of that, which is dropping on August 10th. Thank you so much for taking the time to share your story today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you raising this awareness. It's important. It's very important. Yeah. So I'll let you take the floor here. So how did you find out about your chronic illness? Okay, so um, it wasn't really a diagnosis type thing with me. It was like I got sick and never got better. It's kind of the how it happened. So when I was 24 years old, I got pancreatitis and um, it was supposed to, in my mind and what they were telling me at the time, it was supposed to be like a quick thing. Like you get over it and it's going to be okay. They, it was bad at the time. So they made me get a, um, a feeding tube, but they were like, oh, it's only going to be about six weeks. And then your pancreas will settle down and we'll be able to, to take it out and, everything will go back to normal. That isn't what happened. <laughs> so um, it was about seven months that I ended up having the feeding tube because I kept having recurrent pancreas inflammation over and over and over. And the swelling wouldn't go down in my pancreas, even though I was having nothing by mouth. Like I wasn't allowed to have no water or anything by mouth during that period, but it wouldn't, my pancreas was just like irritated. Like every every few days it would like come back and get worse and get worse. And so finally after seven months, they took the feeding tube out and everything was doing good at first, but I started to notice that where the feeding tube was, it wouldn't, it wasn't closing how they told me it was supposed to. And it was kind of leaking, which I know is gross, but <laughs> what was happening? <laughs> and uh, so come to find out my body had sort of accepted the feeding tube as part of itself and had developed a fistula around the tube. Uh. So they were like, we're going to go in and correct it. It's, it's quick. This we'll put a couple staples here and, you know, and, uh, that wasn't how that happened either. <laughs> These people didn't predict anything. Right. <laughs> but, um, so they took, they took and did the surgery and I, we thought everything was going to be fine, but the staples in my stomach didn't hold very well. And it, it caused my stomach to rupture and they had to do emergency surgery to repair that and deal with the stomach acid in my body and, and take parts of my uh, stomach away because they were, it was ruined. There was no way to save it. Wow. So for years after that, like I, in my mind, I didn't realize that I had a chronic illness. Like I, I thought I was getting, going to get better. Like I always had this belief I was going to get better. I was going to get better. And then eventually one day it, a doctor told me that I was, that there was so much damage in there that there was no way that they could ever make the pain go away all the way, that there was no way that they could control it. And that this was going to be a lifelong battle for me because of the damage that had been done. Wow. And that, that's sort of when I realized that it, that, that this was what it was going to be now. And there was nothing 
really that I could do to change it at that point. Like it, it was chronic. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. So it wasn't like, you know, how some people will go to the doctor and it'll be like a blood test or whatever. And they're like, this is what, it wasn't like that for me. It was like a process of everything happening. And then me realizing that because of what happened, this was how it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what got you into trying cannabis as a form of treatment? <laughs> this story is kind of funny. Um, my current husband did actually. I used to be strictly against cannabis. Like I did not believe that cannabis was able to do what it does now. I wasn't, I was raised in a way that it was bad. Mm -hmm. And my husband, when he was my boyfriend, when we met, he kept saying, none of these pills that you take work for you. Nothing works for you. Would you just try this? And the first time I tried it, I didn't really like it. And I kind of got sick to my stomach, but I did notice that I slept better. Mm -hmm. The pain wasn't as in my face. So I tried it again. And then it it seemed like every time that I tried and I I was adjusting it to what worked for me, it just got better and better and better to the point where I didn't need pain medication anymore. And I didn't need to have 18 different medications throughout the day to control what was going on in my life, you know? So you replaced lots of medications with cannabis. Yes. I, I mean, I still do have medications that I have no choice but to take. And um, I'm very happy to have those, but I replaced a ton of medication with cannabis because I had so many, I had a pill for this and then this pill was for that and that pill was for that. And it seemed like I had handfuls of pills that I was supposed to be taking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. Not that anymore. It's morning and evening and that's it. Wow. Nice. So when you first decided to try cannabis, how did you consume it? I smoked it. I did. And then um, it wasn't long after the, I noticed how well that smoking was helping me sleeping with my pain that I started doing more research in CBD and Delta 8 and things like that, that I started incorporating in like CBD gummies. Uh, I have hemp oil that I use every day. And now I have um, some Delta eight gummies that I use as well. So I like sort of plan them with my medications to help keep me on an even, an even kill, I guess you would say. But if it would have been for smoking, I would have never known and went the direction of learning what these things could do for my body. Yeah, that's great that you figured out a routine for yourself. Mm-hmm. So when you first started consuming, what was your routine? And then what's it like now? So in the beginning, it was just like here and there because I was really scared. I'm a mother and I was scared that the the wrong people were going to find out that it was helping me and it was going to become me being in court fighting for my kids. So very sparingly, like when they went with their dad or when I didn't have them or when they were at school or very privately at first. And um, 
now I am very open. I, I normally, I normally smoke every day. I normally wake and bake. That's my little routine. It's like my, my space for me. And then, like I said, throughout the day, I take the CBD and the Delta eight and my kids are very aware now. Like they, I have taught them about cannabis and about what's, what's in it and about the medical properties. And, uh, my older two now are 21, so they consume themselves. <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they were consuming. And then we sort of found out that each other was consuming. <laughs> it was like being caught by your mom, but being caught by your kids. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very open. Um, and at first, like I wasn't open on social media. I wasn't like, I was scared, terrified. but now I'm, I feel like I teach my kids that it's medicine. They see me prepare FECO for myself, which I, I use now too, was, which I, I was going to add. It's what is that? FECO, the full extract cannabis oil that you can like um, pull out of the, it's like an alcohol tincture that you let uh, dry out kind of, and it becomes the oil. Oh, very similar to RSO, but it's not the same exact thing. See me do that now. So they see me take my medicine and make it for me. They see the whole process. And that to me is a big deal because back when I first started the legality in this area, I couldn't let them see me prepare my medicine. And now they get to see it. They get to see the whole process and we get to talk about it. And I love being so much more open and having the ability to say, hey, kids, my stomach's hurting, so I'm going to run and smoke real quick. And they know that I'm medicating. They, Or uh, I'm going to go in here and take my FECO and lay down because I'm not feeling good. They know what's going on now, and it's so much more open of a relationship. And open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta spread the education. Yeah. So... What has cannabis done for you mentally and physically with your condition? Mentally, I feel like it has helped me deal with a lot of anxiety. And I feel like cannabis sometimes is putting a mirror up to your face and making you look at yourself for real. Like it makes you dig deep and start to see that start to want to repair the things in yourself and make yourself better Mm -hmm. has really been the big vibe that I've been on ever since I started using cannabis regularly and having a routine I just feel like I'm getting my life back and I get this ability to (laughs) to just do what I want and (laughs) not all the time because my health is obviously what it is but you know I I don't have to be locked down on medications like I was before and exploring myself has helped me with my anxiety because I start to realize the parts of me that are me and the parts of me that aren't me and and it makes you I don't don't know how to explain it that I, I feel like I'm explaining it wrong but it makes you see yourself and help repair yourself mentally Mm-hmm. And physically, <laughs> I can't even, <clears throat> excuse me, I can't even begin 
to tell you what it has done for me physically to to be able to control the pain enough to to spend time with my kids and be at their school orientations and go to family events and whatever whatever is like we took our kids to king's dominion which is like a theme park a, a couple weeks ago of course i can't ride anything but it was nice to be able to be present with them because i wasn't sick i was able to maintain myself while i was there this makes me so happy <laughs> <laughs> this hearing like oh it makes me feel so good about like what i do you know, yes. spreading awareness. That's why, I, that's why I feel the way I do about it because I feel like every time that I hear a story where cannabis has changed somebody's life, it just affirms for me what I have found out for myself, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. So what made you want to start your blog and what's your mission? Um, I felt like I was tired of a lot of the misconceptions when it comes to chronic illness and when it comes to cannabis and sort of combining the two, like I wanted to raise awareness for chronic illness because people don't understand it. They think that, that everything has a, has a pill, everything has a fix, everything has a, that there, that there's no way that someone can live with these issues day in and day out, but it's true that people do mm -hmm. every day struggle to get by <laughs> yeah and I wanted to show the world how much it can control your life too like you could have plans to be going to the to the Spence's Steakhouse and your whole family's going but your your illness can take over and that's it that's yeah. the end of that <laughs> yeah and then when I when I started consuming cannabis and seeing how it was helping me so much, it started to all just come together to me. Like I need to bring these two things together and share it with people so they can see what's there. They can see the truth about chronic illness and the truth about cannabis all at once. Mm -hmm. I love that. <laughs> awesome. So what would you say to others who also have a chronic and are interested in trying cannabis? Start slow. Yeah. Start slow. Um, everybody's tolerance is different. And there are so many options out there now, like edibles, concentrates, flour. I mean, there's, there's so much. Vapes. There's, I would say what think about what way you would feel comfortable consuming. Like, would you prefer vaping? Would you prefer smoking? Would you prefer having an edible? Would you prefer a tincture or oil? And then start with one thing. And then if that's find the right dose for that, like say that you started with an edible, I would say start with 10, 10 milligrams and then work your way up to what works for you. And it takes time, but what people don't understand is it takes time with medication too. You don't yeah. just get medication and it's, you have to find what works for you. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say start slow and find what works for you. Because if you go all at it and somebody's like, here's 150 milligram brownie, you're not going to like the outcome. Yeah. You're immediately going to be shut off. It's like, yeah. Never again. <laughs> yeah. That, and that's going to ruin cannabis, which could be a, a savior to that person. Yeah. Ruin it for them. Mm -hmm. completely agree um 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I said I completely agree. <laughs> yeah, I've had one of those experiences. I don't know if you have. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, but, um, cannabis is such like an experimentation. Like you just have to like keep doing it until you find what's right for you, which is mm-hmm. what can turn a lot of people off, honestly, because they they're looking for like an instant like solution. But yeah. cannabis can be like your best solution if you just have patience and give it time and figure it out and like, experiment. I, I agree so much. And also I would say that starting out with cannabis doesn't mean you have to go straight for THC. Like I did, you, you can start with CBD. And if that isn't seeming to, to cut the pain, maybe you could move up to Delta eight and then like a stair step and yes. start to what works for you. That's what I would say. Yes. I'm not a doctor or anything, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's how I would, that's how I would do it. And that's how I recommend it to anybody because I'm so open. I do get a lot of questions. Like I'll get, what should I do about this? Somebody gave me this. Should I take it? Should I do this? Should I do that? And I don't claim to be an expert by any means. Cause there are people out there who know a hell of a lot more than I do, but if I can be helpful in any way, I try to be, and I always recommend you can add more, but you can't take away. Yeah. Or slow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. Please like tell us your social so people can find you. Yes. I am at surviving under slash chronically on Instagram and at surviving chronically on Facebook. And I'm not really on Twitter that much. I have one, but talk to me. It's going to be on Instagram and Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I do have a YouTube surviving chronically on there as well. Awesome. And I appreciate you so much for, for doing what you do. And I'm excited to tell your story next week. And I thank you for having me on your podcast. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm excited. (laughs) I need to finish that vlog. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.